The following is a live broadcast of a Lone Star Community Radio program. Recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. For more information on this show, please visit our show page at IRLoneStar.com slash shows. To sponsor or donate to this program, visit our donate page at IRLoneStar.com slash donate, or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com, or give us a call at 936-666-1084. Lone Star Community Radio production and broadcast is possible by folks like you. So sponsor and donate today. Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour. I'm your host, Douglas B., and along with my sometimes co-host, Dangerous Dan, the bug-killing man, you can listen to us live the first Tuesday of every month at 1 p.m. on your Lone Star Community Radio stations. We are coming to you live today from downtown Conroe in the hermetically sealed and sanitized Lone Star Community Radio studios. I want to welcome to the show Arthur, the summer intern, and engineer Arthur, welcome to the show. This is going to be an assault on your senses today. Sure um, as always, we're going to do a little housekeeping. I um, need to let you know that you can contact Veterans Air through our website at www.veteransair.us. You can email us at info.veteransair.us. Or even better yet, if you want to talk to me, text me on our in-studio, Google phone, 936-344-3083. Um, this is going to be a highly charged show, so I'm obligated to read this to you. The views and opinions expressed during this program are mine and mine alone and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this station, IRLoneStar.com, Lone Star Community Radio, its subsidiaries, and sponsors. That should tell you that we're about to get controversial. Yes, we are. Um... But before we do that, there's a couple of things of note that I want to let our listeners know. All three of you out there, thank you for listening. Bring you up to date. D.V. Hawk came down last month for a brief visit to uh, have some appointments and set up some surgeries down here at the Texas uh, Medical Center. And he's getting his jaw rebuilt because they can't do it in upstate New York. Um, and he'll be back in a couple of weeks, hopefully, when COVID lifts and, you know, he can get some surgeries and he can get a jaw again. But the VA, in all of its wisdom, said, no, we're not going to pay for that. And his civilian insurance said, no, we're not going to pay for that because we just don't want to. He, you, the, the specialist isn't in network. So D.V. Hawk is raffling off two Harleys. And I've personally ridden one of these Harleys, the, the, and, and I like it. Um, you can check out how to participate in this raffle in the links below under show links here. Um, and I want to let you know that, that by doing this, this will help D.V. Hawk not only get his jaw, but help out Hawk's Happy Haven Hobby Farm for special needs children. And as we've, uh, we've promoted this on the show before, he's built a petting farm in upstate New York um, that is open free of charge to special needs children. Um, and he does some wonderful work out there. So let's support D.V. Hawk. Also, you all know D.V. Tanya from uh, BitterGlitter.us fame. Well, uh, Tanya is putting her house up on, in Corpus Christi for sale. And uh, I want to let you know that this house is the perfect place for some of our veterans. Because I've spent countless hours there and uh, uh, actually helped with this house, I want to let you know that it was done for a veteran. For example, the perimeter security fence is up. It encloses the house in a huge, huge backyard and is super secured with an electronic gate. It has a new roof, lifetime warranty from Owens Corning, um, handrails in the master shower, bamboo floors all out, all that other good stuff. And this even comes with a guest house in the back. And that's where I stay when I'm down at Corpus Christi. If you're interested in this house, take a look at the link below and go buy TV Tanya's house. Um, she would appreciate it. 
And uh, I, I promise if you buy it, I won't come stay there. I'll find someplace else to stay. Um, okay, let's, let, let's do the show. And today we're going to talk about some Whiskey Tango Foxtrot issues. Um, if you've been following Veterinaire, then you've also been following uh, the story about uh, PFC Vanessa Gillian and her disappearance from Fort Hood. I've, I've posted about this and blogged about this on Veterans Air's Facebook page. Um, and actually, two weeks ago, uh, maybe three weeks ago, I spoke with, directly with her sister about this case. Um, if you don't know about this, briefly let me let you know. Um, two, three months ago, PFC from Fort Hood, PFC Vanessa Gillian, I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, um, disappeared. She had been talking with her mom and her sister for months about sexual harassment that was going on and how she did not feel comfortable going to her chain of command. And then from one day to the next, she disappears, falls off the grid. Now, I want to go on record here and say something that's going to make a lot of people mad, but let me start by saying this in the strongest terms possible, that PFC Gillian, Vanessa, had the right to serve her country without being sexually harassed. She had the right not to be bludgeoned to death. She had the right to live. Somebody stole that right from her. What is really disturbing with this is that it appears right now that she died at the hands of another soldier. At least that's where the investigation is going right now. This other soldier, when the police and CID and whatnot was closing in on him, um, fled Fort Hood and committed suicide. Now, I've spoken to her sister, and it's a bad situation all the way around. And I'm not going to say that this guy, this other soldier did it, not going to say that he didn't. What I am going to say is that, that the way this came about, this murder, this despicable act, could have been prevented, 100% prevented. It could have been prevented if somebody had did their job. If Vanessa had enough confidence and trust to go to her chain of command. If her chain of command had made themselves available to the sexual harassment issues, this wouldn't have happened. I hold the leaders and the NCOs out there at Fort Hood responsible for this death. And at least we not forget, oh, no, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, I want to talk about sexual harassment in the military and in my beloved army. Now, today we have sensitivity and something called sharp training. And you can look at the link below and get the link to see what sharp training is all about. We have this now, yet we still are dealing with sexual harassment. In my day, if sexual harassment was going on, it would have been put to a stop. Oh, I can't say this on the air. All I can say is, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, what is the matter with you guys? What is wrong with you guys out there? Are you so damn hard up that you have to harass your fellow soldiers? And if you are an NCO, if you're an NCO listening to this, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. If you were my soldier and you were doing some sexual harassment, there'd be a little wall-to-wall -wall counseling going on because there's no need for that. None whatsoever. Good-natured ribbing, um, 
sarcasm, back and forth between troops. That's normal and healthy, and it builds a spirit of court. Snide remarks, sexual innuendo is never called for. And some of you out there right now that know me, they're going, Doug, really? Sexual innuendo? Yeah, I do a lot of it. But when I notice that it's not welcome or it's inappropriate, I apologize and I stop and correct myself. Somebody out there, some peoples out there aren't doing that. It's really, really bad what's happening in the military today. And if you want to read some horror stories about this, about what's going on, just go to Google and type in pound sign, I am Vanessa Gullion. And you'll see a plethora of articles and the Facebook page that her sister set up for. And you can read the same horror stories that I've read. Now, me being me, I have to ask, why didn't she report this? Sexual harassment is going on. Why didn't she report it to her chain of command? I'll tell you why. Because after years of working with veterans, I've heard almost every imaginable story of harassment there is to tell and the reasons behind not reporting it. You know, I'll tell you right now that I know a female veteran served honorably for 22 years. And sometime during that 22 years, she had to give out sexual favors just so she could get to post each day. That's disgusting. And if I refine this NCO, <laughs> you know I me, mean? we're going to have some wall to wall counseling. That's disgusting. I'm telling you right now, I am so upset about this that I think that some of us need to go over to Fort Foot. Some of us need to go over to Fort Hood. Some of us need to go over and raise some racist hell with the chain of command out there. Texas Equifax, uh, Texas Equisearch, forgive me, um, they had to be called out. And while they were looking for Vanessa, they found two sets of remains, two soldiers from Fort Hood that were dead. And I got to think to myself, all right, I understand that. Soldiers go AOL all the time. And Fort Hood out in El Paso, that's a bad place in the country. It's right across the line from Juarez, Mexico. And you know nobody wants to go down there. Why wasn't the chain of command being more proactive? The chain of command failed Vanessa in this instance. Does anybody remember that 1980s movie, Wolverine? Um, there was a scene in it where, uh, where uh, uh, the two boys, Maddie, go see their father in the detention uh, movie theater, uh, uh, drive-in theater. And as they're walking away, Maddie's father yells, Avenge me! Avenge me! Who's going to avenge Vanessa? Because this ain't right. We've, we've, we're all up in arms over an injustice or perceived injustice. I don't see us being up in arms over Vanessa. I think we need to be. I don't want you to think that I'm saying all of the leadership at Fort Drum is, uh, Fort Hood is bad. All of the leadership in the Army is bad because that's not the case. There's some very, very good leaders out there. There are some leaders doing the right thing at the right time in the right way. And all it takes is one, one individual to bring someone else's life to an end. 
There, I've said my piece, and now you know how disgusted I am about this problem of sexual harassment in my beloved army. I don't know what I'm going to do about it just yet. So if you have any suggestions, email me, info at veteransair.us, or send me a text on my Google phone, 936-344-3083. And please, listen to me. If you are being sexually harassed, I know that you feel alone, but you're not. You're going to have to trust somebody. Please report it. Go ahead and follow the link below on sexualassault.army.mil and it'll tell you how to report this and what guidelines to use. If you fear that you're doing this, that you're going to be reprised against, uh, uh, reprimanded or whatnot, write all this down, write everything down that happened and share it with a trusted friend or advisor. I will always suggest to you to go to your CO or your first sergeant. And if nothing happens after you've gone to see them, make a JAG appointment because that is your right. The Army has procedures, but we need to work those procedures. I want you all to be safe out there, and I want this to stop. I don't ever want to pick up a newspaper again or get a phone call again saying, Doug, can you look into this disappearance? Because that ain't right. These are our brothers and sisters. And we as veteran community need to be up in arms about this. All right, let's, let's do some good news. Let's do some good news because I have a shout out that I got, I got to do. You know that here on Veterans Air, we like to promote veteran-owned businesses. And we like to give shout-outs to people that have done something good. Well, you know what? I've had something good done for me. I want to give a big thank you and a shout-out to Mr. Zach Atkins uh, over at Discount Tires and on 45 South, it's, uh, just before Loop 336. He took a great care of me and got me back on the road in no time. He fixed the flat for free, and it wasn't even a discount tire tire. Well, Zach and I got to talking, and I found out that he's a former Marine. Made me sad because I didn't have any Crayolas with me. Um, so, of course, I immediately signed him up to, for the BFW, right? Um, and we got to talking, and he found out that I did this radio show, and he, he asked me if I would let the veteran community know that he is the assistant manager over at Discount Tire, and he is there to help you when you need it. Zach can be reached at 936-788-5488. And if you go see him, don't forget the crayons. He's good people. Where am I at? Oh, 123. I don't think I'm going to be able to do a PSA. Yeah, I think I'm going to be okay. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk a minute about the current hysteria over defunding the police, renaming military bases, and toppling statues. Stop it! Just stop! Minneapolis is working on dismantling their police force and replacing it with a new department called the Department of Community Safety and Violence Prevention. They're disbanding their police force, replacing it. Meanwhile, in New York City, they're defunding their police force to the tune of $1 billion. Has this country lost its ever-loving mind? You think the police are a threat? Oh, my God. The police are what's protecting you from the hordes. The police... And I want to say this. All right. You have a problem with police confrontation. I can tell you one good step to avoid getting into a confrontation with the police. Stop doing crimes. Stop doing crimes. Oh, I can hear the flamers now. I can hear it now. 
how I don't understand that I have white privilege, that I'm a racist pig, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't bad cops. Because there are. There are bad cops out there. But overall, they're good cops. We need to get rid of the bad ones and keep the good ones. Getting rid of the police force is not your answer, Minneapolis. Okay, here's the deal. If you're a cop and you're a good cop, I'm going to back you all the way, all the time, until you do something wrong. That's right. I'm back in the blanche. I believe in the thin blue line. Now that you know that, let me say this so you understand this and know on certain terms. Chokeholds are wrong, period. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what the suspect has done. It makes no difference. Chokeholds are wrong, period. Let's change that use of force. I hear all this talk about defunding them because they're warmongers, defending them because they have, have tactical weapons and, and, and they're out there to kill us and, and, and bull duty. I don't think there are many officers out there that put on their uniform, slap their shield on their chest each morning and think, I'm going to go kill somebody today. Yeehaw! I don't think so. Do they need more training in use of force? Sure. I'll go along with that. Absolutely. Do they need this military equipment? Well, from what I've seen of the riots in this country lately, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. The police are there to enforce the law and protect us from the lawless. They don't make the law. They don't make the punishment. They don't try you. They don't convict you. They just arrest you if you're breaking the law. Now, you want to argue with the policeman, with the cop, because you don't think that you should be arrested. I'm telling you, you're screwed up. That's not the time to argue with the police officer. We have something in this country called the U.S. Constitution. You see this document? Have you read this document? If you have not, please drop me a line and I will send you the pocket edition of it. This document lays out your rights that you have. And these rights aren't granted from the government. No, they are preordained by God that you have the rights. This document sets out what the government can and can't do. If you believe your rights were violated, when you get to court, that's, that's when you argue it. Look, the biggest thing out there, and, and <laughs> I got to tell you this story. Do I have time to tell you this story? Maybe. So I'm trolling Facebook because, you know, that's where America gets its news. Um, and I see this post that burning down Wendy's was righteous. And I had to ask, why? And they said, well, the cop shot whatever his name was in the back. And I watched the video. And I asked the question, so... Why was it right to burn down Wendy's? Wendy's didn't do anything, and now the people that work there are unemployed. Well, you know, Wendy's gave money to Donald Trump's campaign, so we need to burn them all down. People have lost their ever-loving mind. This is why we need the police from people that think like this. Stop burning down the stores. They didn't do anything to you. They didn't cause whatever it is that you're, you're upset about. They didn't. So just stop burning them down. Now, 
the reason that we had riots was because of, of an injustice that was done or a number of injustices that were done. So we wanted to protest about this and bring about some change. Absolutely positively. And we talked about this on the last show last month. Protesting is good. Protesting is your First Amendment right. And I say protest. Protest does not mean burning down buildings. It doesn't mean looting. It doesn't mean, be, mean, it doesn't mean beating up people. It doesn't mean throwing Molotov cocktails at police officers and burning their cars. That's not a redress of grievances. That's not a, pe a petition for a redress of grievances. That's lawlessness. And that's why the cops need the riot shields. Because some people out there are just freaking idiots. God, our phone lines are going to light up like there's no tomorrow over this. <laughs> um, but then again, I only got three listeners today, right? Um, let, let, let's segue into something else that, that, that's caught my eye this month, and that was renaming of military bases because some of them are named after Confederate soldiers. I want to say, do you realize that a Confederate soldier is a U.S. veteran? You realize that they are under an act of Congress that made them all U.S. veterans that honorably served. You, you realize that, right? And, and you realize that the Civil War was not just fought over slavery, but thankfully for the Civil War, slavery came to an end. So, help me understand this, because all I can think of is that somebody has their panties in a bunch because Fort Lee was named after Robert E. Lee. So what? You know what history is there for? History is there to remind you of something. You don't like that General Lee had slaves? Damn good for you. I bet you teach everybody. I think you should go and teach everybody that General Lee had slaves. Because we don't want that repeated. It seems to me that you just want to erase that part of history because it's offensive. Here's a clue. Do you know who else wanted to erase history? Nazi Germany, ISIS, the Taliban. They all believed in erasing history. Don't you want to be better than them? You're out there spray painting swastikas on the statues but you don't understand. Have you even thought about this rationally? Have you thought rationally what it would cost you, cost you money out of your pocket to rename a military base? Think about it for a minute. Just, just reprinting the letterhead alone would be astronomical to rename a post. Come on, people. We got better things to argue about over are you about and over than renaming a military post because it was named for a general in the Confederate Army? Look, I get it that you're upset that a war was fought more than 150 years ago that resulted in freeing the slaves in America. I can sort of see how you would be in some sort of way over this history. But damn, this is almost as a stupid response as it is tearing down the statues. That's another thing that's in the news. I saw this morning that they're removing uh, the statue of, uh, of uh, Jeb Stewart from the state capitol in Virginia. If you don't know your history, Jeb Stewart was a general in the Confederacy that led some very, very uh, good campaigns. Now, we're warriors. Most of us listening to this show are warriors. So we can look at a warrior and go, damn, that was a damn fine battle. 
and appreciate the individual for his military expertise and set his ideology aside. Hell, Patton did it. Do you know how Patton defeated Rommel? And Rommel was a freaking military genius. He read Rommel's book. He said, ha, 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 I figure out how you do stuff now, and I can beat you. So we're tearing down statues because we're upset and thinking that they glorify uh, a past that is best forgotten. No. History is there to learn from. You can look at an individual and look at what the statue or what the plaque is meant to teach you. I want to think of these Confederate generals. They taught us a couple of things. One of the lessons that they taught us was not that slavery was good and worth saving. The most important thing that this Civil War taught us was that citizens and states will have the right to determine their own destiny. And that these brave men and women stood up for that destiny, for self-rule. And that's a good thing. It saddens me that we tore ourselves apart in the Civil War over slavery, economics, and state rights. But I can learn from this, and you should too, without desecrating the statues. And speaking of that, who the hell died and made you boss that you can tear down a statue? I don't care who you think you are. That statue doesn't belong to you. You don't get to make those decisions. We are a, we are a constitutional republic. We, the citizens, make that decision. Not your small group over there that wants to tear this down, but all citizens. I got to ask a question, and I, I hope somebody, where am I at? Oh, I got plenty of time. Um, I hope somebody emails me or texts, texts me in with an answer to this question. Exactly what did Christopher Columbus do to you, and why are you so upset you want to remove his statue? Exactly how did Chris offend you other than getting lost in 1492? Why is this upsetting to you? You know that was like 500 plus years ago, right? Unless you can trace your ancestry back 500 plus years to the Bahamanians, if I'm saying that right, I fail to understand what your problem is with Christopher Columbus. Seriously, some of your mamas out there right now are shaking their heads going, what's wrong with that boy? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it why we need to remove Christopher Columbus's statues. I say, enjoy the paid holiday and move on. You topple statues that in a lot of cases are funded by the public or private groups. And exactly in the name of what are you tumbling these statues? Why are people so upset over someone that's long dead? It's history, and you're meant to learn from history so you don't repeat the mistakes of the past. History does not exist for you to be offended by or agree with. It just exists. You have to... If you can't appreciate history for the lessons that it's teaching you, you're bound to repeat them. And this is a serious concern of mine. I'm concerned that we've become such a society of social warriors that we're so, so upset, so offended by every little thing. When did that happen? When did Americans become so offended by every little thing? When did Americans become, begin to think that they're entitled to something? Because you're not entitled to anything. No one's entitled to anything except what they earn from the sweat of their brows and the strength of their back. That's the only thing you're entitled to. You're not entitled to not be offended. 
you preach and scream about your, your civil rights. The rights outlined in this document that you want them, yet you are so willing to deny those same rights to others. This is not the way America works. And if you think it does, or you think you need to change the government to make it like that, and this is what I'm afraid of, guys, gals, this is what I'm truly afraid of, that you want to change the government to make it more in line with your ideologies. That will cause a civil war. Again, because we haven't learned from history. I'm telling you, it, it, it seriously scares the living bejesus out of me that we can come so close to an armed conflict over ideologies, over stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. You want to be upset? Be upset with the government or correction. Be upset with the people that we voted to represent us as a voice in government. Be upset with them. Be upset with them for not doing their job. Be upset with them for not doing what it is you individually wanted. That's where you get upset. Because all this other stuff that you're doing out there, the riots, the burning, the looted, rape, pillage, and burn, it's the Norse way, um, all of that stuff that you're doing, no, stop it. I realize that my comments today are going to set some people off. But so what? I'm just trying to show you that some of your thoughts and actions are not acceptable regardless of what your social warrior status may be. The world does not exist to offend you or not offend you. Learn from history and move along. And before you go and try to censor me, let me remind you what I just said. The First Amendment works both ways, ladies and gentlemen. You can say what you want, and so could I. After all, what have I always told you? I'm a constitutional anarchist. That's right. I believe in the U.S. Constitution and its form of government. Don't always agree with the government. And you could check our local representatives. They know me on a first-name basis because I talk to them and tell them what I'm upset about. Because that is how we do it in America. And come November 2020, that's what we're going to be doing in the polls. That's where you make your voice heard. I got 15 minutes, don't I? More like 10? I'm going to run a little bit, little bit long. But no, I'm going to make it quick. Listen, I want to talk about something good again because I found this organization called Quilts for Vets. Check the link below. This organization is a grassroots group that creates quilts for World War II and Korean conflict slash war veterans. Lynn Marie Garzi, the president of this nonprofit, says about her organization, quote, we're a nonprofit group who makes, distributes, and delivers quilts to veterans. Our bylaws have us concentrating on World War II and Korean conflict veterans only at this time because they are the oldest. We hold the deepest respect for all veterans, and we thank you. If you know of a veteran from World War II or the Korean War, get in touch with Lynn Marie. Her contact info is below. Or you can email her at quiltsforvets2019 at aol.com. Lynn Marie, i got to get you something other than AOL. And by all means, go to their Facebook page. The link is below. And see the absolutely, beautiful, the absolutely beautiful quilts that they make. This is one talented group. And they're doing this out of love and all out of their back pockets. Go support Quilts for Vets. Because if it was one thing that my mom taught me, old is cold, even in Texas. No, seriously. Her and her people make beautiful, absolutely beautiful quilts. I mean, they're gorgeous, and they're all handmade. They're not made in China. These ladies and guys make it themselves by hand. Listen, I wanted to tell you, because if you've been following us, you know I've been promoting this uh, uh, 
political form meet, greet, and speak um, that was uh, going to be held uh, by the VFW post 4709 on July 13th. I am here to tell you that that has been postponed due to COVID-19. Just like everything else in the world, it's been postponed. Um, but I want you to keep watching uh, Veterans Air Facebook page and post 40, VFW post 4709's Facebook page um, and check them out. Uh, also, I want to let you know that the VFW post 4709 is having bingo again. There are some restrictions, so contact the VFW 4709 and get your bingo on. I have to give a shout out to uh, East Sweets West Productions um, because without them, I couldn't do this show. Um, so let me give them a shout out. Before I forget, Veterans Air is made possible by the support of East Meets West Productions, a full service business and marketing consulting firm helping vets start and fund their businesses for almost 30 years. For more information, call 361-904-0044 and talk to the great people down there. If you are a veteran-owned business or you're starting up a business, you should talk to them. They will give you a hand. Am I close? Good. I got 10 minutes to fill up. Let's, let's, let's talk about COVID-19 for the next 10 minutes because the governor has come out and uh, he's uh, tightened up some restrictions on opening Texas. But one of the most main things is he's come out and said, everybody has to wear a mask. When you're outside, everybody has to wear a mask. And if you don't, it could cost you up to $250. First time, they're just going to give you a warning. Second time, they're going to fine you. And we're doing this in the name of public health. I've listened to both sides of the story of whether we should or shouldn't wear masks. And I relied on my experience of 10 plus years in the military as a non as a non-commissioned officer specializing in nuclear biological chemical warfare. And my vast experience and degrees in environmental sciences, inspections and decontaminations. So let me explain to you what this mask does. This mask is not for you. This mask is for everyone else. We know it's a scientific fact. Don't bombard me and, you know, with all these studies and yada, 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 because this is what happens. You can be asymptomatic and still spread the virus. This is forming a barrier between you and the person you're next to, hopefully slowing down that contamination because science is not sure how much of the virus you have to get in before you get sick. So this slows that down if you happen to be infected and not know it. It also offers some minimal protection for you if somebody else happen, you're conversating with happens to have COVID, not knows it, and is spraying their spittle all over you. It's uncomfortable, it's hot, some of them are bulky, nobody likes to wear them, but we've got to. We have to. All right, look, COVID's out there and it's probably not going to go away. And if you look at the rate of infections versus the rate of deaths, you see that the rate of infections are high, the rate of deaths are coming down, down, because we are starting to build up immunities to it. But... For somebody that's elderly or has, any, has underlying medical conditions, such as myself, getting this virus could be really, really, really bad. You may not die of COVID, but COVID is going to help you die from your other underlying medical conditions. So please, people, wear a mask. Just like that, wear a mask. You want to wear a neck gaiter? Sure, go ahead, wear a neck gaiter. You want to hear wear an N95? Sure, go wear an N95. Wear whatever you want, but just cover your mouth, wash your hands. Slow the spread. Whether the science supports that or not, doesn't matter. It's just good common sense. 
Because do you want to get back to work? Because I know literally hundreds of people that want to go back to work. I know literally hundreds of people that need to go to work and get a paycheck. I know hundreds of businesses that need to be back open again. You can help that dream become a reality just by wearing a mask. I know, I know. Doug, they're hot, they're uncomfortable. You've been wearing. I just came from a meeting that lasted an hour and a half, and let me tell you, when I was done, my mask was soaked. It's not pleasant, but we got to do it. Because, you know, I want to go back to work, people. I want to go out to a restaurant and, you know, sit around and have a cup of coffee without wondering if, if somebody coughing 10 feet away from me <coughs> is spreading the germ, spreading the virus. Come on, guys. Let's help each other out. Um, I got to tell you, next month, our show is going to be August 4th. It is also my loving wife's birthday. So I don't know what we're going to do, but I can tell you it will can do something. Uh, I'll, I'll put some portion in the show to do my best to embarrass my wife on air um, because I think that's only the prudent thing to do. Love you, baby. All right. That about wraps up the show for today. Um, tune in. Remember to tune in August 4th at 1 p.m. for our next show. And remember, please, like Veterans Air on Facebook so you can be informed about the new topics and podcasts um, because I do do podcasts. Yes, I do. Um, in between our monthly shows, I, I try to do another podcast. If you are a veteran organization or a veteran service organization or work with veterans, um, whatever the case may be, contact me at 936 344-3083. I want to get you on the show and I want to interview you. And we can do it safely, so you know. Engineer Dick does a good job sanitizing the, 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 the room after we finish each time. So again, tune in August 4th at 1 p.m. here at your Lone Star Community Radio Station. Um, today, as we leave, I want to leave you again with this awesome song called The Warrior Song from The Warrior Song Project. Um, you can go ahead and download it from Veterans Air or from iTunes. And while we're listening to this, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today are standing in harm's way for our freedoms and our liberties. If you are wearing the uniform today, I want to tell you I'm proud of you. I want to tell you thank you. And until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant.
Today's show was recorded and broadcasted live on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and all rights and ownership are reserved to Lone Star Community Radio. For more information regarding this program and Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, serving the community with local programming on TV, radio, and online. If you enjoyed today's program, please support us by sponsorship or starting your own show. Contact us today by phone or text at 936-666-1084 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.